the state has plugged more abandoned oil and gas wells in 10 months than in the previous six years. And the Pennsylvania Museum has a new policy on displaying human remains. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Thursday, October 19th, and this is being recorded at 9.19 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started in Washington County. Governor Josh Shapiro is marking a milestone in capping old gas wells. My colleague Rachel McDevitt reports orphaned wells are a big source of the potent greenhouse gas methane. 100 wells have been plugged under the Shapiro administration. The governor says that's more than in the previous six years combined. There's been an influx of federal money for well plugging. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, signed by President Joe Biden last year, gave more than $4.5 billion to clean up old wells across the country. Department of Environmental Protection Secretary Rich Negrin says the state has gotten $25 million so far. None of this would be possible without federal funding and all the support that we're getting from the Biden administration, which is pretty extraordinary. The Shapiro administration estimates there are more than 300,000 orphaned wells across the state that contribute 8 percent of the Commonwealth's methane emissions. Most of those were drilled before modern regulations by companies that have since gone out of business. The governor plans to sign budget-related legislation to boost Medicaid subsidies for hospitals and ambulance services, provisions stuck in a wider months-long stalemate. The bill has passed the House by a vote of 199 to 4 and heads to Governor Shapiro's desk. Lawmakers reauthorized an assessment on hospitals that's expected to draw down roughly $1.4 billion in matching federal Medicaid dollars this year. It then redistributes that money to favor hospitals that treat higher proportions of Medicaid enrollees. Meanwhile, the measure boosts Medicaid reimbursements for ambulance services by a projected $126 million annually in federal and state aid. That includes ground and air transportation. The State House is backing another proposal to give an earlier date for the Commonwealth's 2024 presidential primary election, this time moving it by a week. The bill would move the date from April 23rd to April 16th. But it faces an uncertain future in the Senate, where Republicans want the date moved up by five weeks to March 19th. But county election leaders say they don't have enough time to handle the tasks associated with moving next year's primary election. Well, state police are dealing with a nearly 30 percent increase in illicit drugs seized in the last quarter. Haley O'Brien is with our partner WVIA in Pittston, and she reports they have a street value totaling about $21 million. State police seized over 300 pounds of cocaine between July and September, Lieutenant Adam Reed says. The latest quarterly report shows a nearly 30 percent jump in the number of illegal drugs confiscated. Fentanyl alone increased from nearly 25 pounds seized in the first quarter to 140 pounds in the third. Here's Lieutenant Reed, Director of Communications for the State Police. That's a lot of a very dangerous drug. Fentanyl could be so dangerous just in small doses. So when you're talking about an amount that large, that's really pretty significant. It's super dangerous, and and really fentanyl is the reason that we see a, a lot of our overdoses. Reed says the Commonwealth is also seeing an increase in the drug known as Trank, a sedative that is only approved for veterinary use and often mixed with other drugs. 
And the Carnegie Museum of Natural History has a new policy on displaying human remains. Bill O'Driscoll, with our partner WESA in Pittsburgh, takes a look now at what that means for one popular but controversial exhibit. The taxidermy diorama Lions Attacking a Dromedary depicts two lions charging a terrified man on a camel. It's been on display 125 years. The Carnegie covered the display case windows, and it will soon remove the exhibit for good. The reason is the human figure contained a real human skull, a fact that sparked criticism after the Carnegie first learned of it several years ago. Museum director Gretchen Baker says last month the Board of Trustees approved the new human remains policy. Effectively, we're not going to have human remains on display that were not displayed with consent. Now, the museum removed the figure's head and will try to learn where the skull originated in hopes of repatriating it. Just want to give another mention to WITF's weekly newsletter, The Purple Buck. And you've probably read, seen, or heard news reports from breaking news scenes and experienced how sometimes information is reported that later turns out to be wrong. Our director of journalism, Scott Blanchard, found himself in the middle of a security scare at the Atlanta airport the other day. And as he tried to find out what was going on, he realized there were parallels to how journalists report from breaking news scenes in a way that ensures accurate information gets out to people. So he wrote about it in the latest edition of The Purple Buck. It's our weekly newsletter that's designed to help us all make sense of the massive amounts of news we encounter and be able to assess what's solid reporting and what isn't. You can subscribe to it by going to WITF.org slash newsletters and choosing The Purple Buck. That's WITF.org slash newsletters. Choose The Purple Buck. So as I do each morning, I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they could cover issues that may impact you and your community in the future. So here's what you need to know. A mid-state community is exploring a potential merger with a neighboring police department. The Lebanon Daily News reports the North Lebanon Township Board of Supervisors has appointed four people to serve as its representatives on a committee that would be looking into forming a regional police force with North Cornwall Township. The four will meet with representatives from North Cornwall to study the concept. The proposed 24-officer force would cover North Lebanon, North Cornwall, and West Lebanon townships with a combined population of more than 21,000 people. A mid-state man has been arrested in connection to his role in the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. The York Dispatch reports 40-year-old Troy Spackman of West York is facing felony and misdemeanor charges connected to his alleged involvement in breaching the Capitol, driving Congress from its chambers as it worked to certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. Now, prosecutors allege he was seen on video holding a cell phone above his head in his right hand and holding two canisters of pepper spray in his left hand. He is believed to have used that pepper spray against law enforcement officers. Spackman is now one of at least 93 Pennsylvanians who've been charged for their involvement in the Capitol attack in an effort to keep former President Donald Trump in power, even though he lost the 2020 election. That number is tied with Texas for second most in the country. That's behind only Florida.
And as we wind down the morning agenda today, just want to know what is the one song you are thinking about today? Maybe you heard it on your drive into work. Our buddy Gregory has weighed in with his song of the day, Hysteria by Big Head Todd and the Monsters. So let me know what your song is. Reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at TLambert895. And I will encourage you to check out our Spotify playlist of our songs of the day. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, October 2023. And you will hear my pick. It is Rearview Mirror by Pearl Jam off the Versus album, which just turned 30 years old. Well, The Morning Agenda is available anywhere where you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and on your social media channels. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening. Your company is always, always appreciated. So be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.